welcome everyone to Understanding the I Am That Is You podcast. Yay! Hey everybody, it's your girl Wynn Ruffin and I pray all is well with everyone and your hearts and minds are full of love, joy, and compassion all of your brothers and sisters in spirit and although we should express love every day in every way that's not always the case in this world but this is the time of year that most of mankind makes a conscious and determined effort to be and express divine love not only to those close to us but many feel a prompting in their hearts to be more loved to others near and far with an increased sense of generosity joy and compassion and that's a blessing to all the earth. For this is truly a time when mankind radiates more of the love and light of the presence of God within. So, let us love one another, for love comes from God, and continue to be the illumination of love and light always, by sincerely following Jesus' command to love one another as he loves us. Amen. Give thanks and praises for love and light, and y'all be loved. I wish to call your attention to the active presence of faith, hope, and charity. In this consideration, we will think of faith as the conquering, emanating power, hope, the open doorway through the veil, acting in the pure presence, charity, as the determination to think no evil, to speak no evil, hear no evil, feel no evil. To maintain a tranquil, sweet disposition in the face of all things is the certain road to self-control and absolute mastery. This is much more important than any of you can possibly understand at this time for your attainment of all that you desire. There are cosmic masters known as faith, hope, and charity. In calling your attention to these three principles always active in the life of mankind, I want to assure you that they are not only qualities within yourselves, but these are beings of great light and advancement who are also known as faith, hope, and charity. The individuals and students who make the conscious effort to cultivate these qualities and consciously expand them in their worlds will find themselves receiving great assistance from these conscious, mighty beings, from whose names come these qualities into individualization. These are cosmic, self-conscious, intelligent beings, whose special action with mankind is to encourage and expand these qualities. Therefore, let all the students understand that this is far more than a scriptural phrase or expression. At this time these great ones have come from out the cosmic silence because of the need of faith, hope, and charity in the minds and hearts of mankind. The majestic being charity has a natural consuming force for dissolving and annihilating hate, criticism, and condemnation, and uses the cosmic rays as a balancing force in the ethers, from which human beings are drawing their very breath and sustenance, so in spite of themselves, they are breathing in the fire of these rays. If students and individuals who have difficulty in maintaining self-control will sit quietly for five minutes, feeling deeply and thinking to themselves, I am loving charity, they will find a sense of great relief. I wish to encourage and strengthen the very important advancing consciousness concerning the law of forgiveness. The correct way to call into action the law of forgiveness is to say, I am the law of forgiveness and the consuming flame of all inharmonious action and human consciousness. This sets into motion the completed action. When you use the statement, I call on the law of forgiveness, 
you are not always completing the action, because you need to be conscious of who and where that intelligence is, which enables it to be done. To those blessed ones who find disturbance in the home at times, I would suggest that they use this statement and feel it deeply, I am the conquering presence, commanding peace, love, and harmony in my home and environment. Anyone who will use this with determination can have a peaceful, loving, harmonious atmosphere in the home. Some may need to build a momentum to experience its continuous action. To build this into the consciousness, is recognizing the I am presence as the ruling power in their homes, for it is naturally the ruling presence. When one first feels the least disturbance, quickly take the consciousness, I am the commanding presence, and I maintain my consciousness here. One must realize that in the command of the I am presence, he has absolute control of the body. The more anyone uses this, the more quickly does manifestation take place. Beloved Saint Germain Isis Unveiled, Chapter 14 If now we turn to navigation, we will find ourselves able to prove, on good authorities, that Necho too, fitted out a fleet on the Red Sea and dispatched it for exploration. The fleet was absent above two years and instead of returning through the Straits of Babel Mandeb, as was wont, sailed back through the Straits of Gibraltar. Herodotus was not at all swift to concede to the Egyptians a maritime achievement so vast as this. They had, he says, been spreading the report that returning homewards, they had the sunrise on their right hands, a thing to me which is incredible. And yet, remarks the author of the heretofore mentioned article, this incredible assertion is now proved incontestable, as may well be understood by anyone who has doubled the Cape of Good Hope. Thus, it proved that the most ancient of these performed a feat which was attributed to Columbus many ages later. They say they anchored twice on their way, sowed corn, reaped it and, steered in triumph through the pillars of Hercules and eastward toward the Mediterranean. There was a people, he adds, much more deserving of the term betteries than the Romans and Greeks. The Greeks, young in their knowledge, sounded a trumpet before these and called upon all the world to admire their ability. Old Egypt, grown gray in her wisdom, was so secure of her acquirements that she did not invite admiration and cared no more for the opinion of the flippant Greek than we do today for that of a Fiji Islander. O oh Solon, Solon, said the oldest Egyptian priest to that sage. You Greeks are ever childish, having no ancient opinion, no discipline of any long standing. And very much surprised, indeed, was the great Solon, when he was told by the priest of Egypt that so many gods and goddesses of the Grecian pantheon were but the disguised gods of Egypt. Truly spoke Sonoras, all these things came to us from Chaldea to Egypt, and from thence were derived to the Greeks. H.P. Blavatsky Sir David Brewster gives a glowing description of several automata, and the 18th century takes pride in that masterpiece of mechanical art, the flute player of Folkensone. The little we can glean of positive information on that subject, from ancient writers, warrants the belief that the learned mechanicians in the days of Archimedes, and some of them much anterior to the great Syracusan, were in no wise more ignorant or less ingenious than our modern inventors. Archytas, a native of Tarentum, in Italy, the instructor of Plato, a philosopher distinguished for his mathematical achievements and wonderful discoveries in practical mechanics, constructed a wooden dove. It must have been an extraordinarily ingenious mechanism, as it flew, fluttered its wings, and sustained itself for a considerable time in the air. 
This skillful man, who lived 400 years BC, invented besides the wooden dove, the screw, the crane, and various hydraulic machines. Egypt pressed her own grapes and made wine. Nothing remarkable in that, so far, but she brewed her own beer, and in great quantity, our Egyptologist goes on to say. The Ebers manuscript proves now, beyond doubt, that the Egyptian used beer 2000 years BC their beer must have been strong and excellent, like everything they did. Glass was manufactured in all its varieties. In many of the Egyptian sculptures we find scenes of glass flowing in bottles, occasionally, during archaeological researches, glasses and glassware are found and very beautiful they seem to have been. Sir Gardner Wilkinson says that the Egyptians cut, ground and engraved glass, and possessed the art of introducing gold between the two surfaces of the substance. They imitated with glass, pearls, emeralds, and all the precious stones to a great perfection. H.P. Blavatsky The I Am Discourses, Volume 14 You don't have to wait for your ascension in order to observe what mastery is, and you will have a lot more joy and a great deal more mastery over this world by contemplating it now, than you will just before your ascension. That might be the completion of it, but you can enjoy many, many, many of its wonderful powers in your outer physical use, years before your ascension is attained. We alone can give you the feeling of that mastery which is ours. If you are a musician, you can give your student your feeling of a musical composition, and the student, getting quiet, can absorb your feeling and play like you. And we can give you our feeling of the builders of creation. We can give you our feeling of mastery, and this is the most wonderful blessing of all, we can give you our feeling of love to someone you don't like. Did you ever think of that? Sometimes, when it seems difficult to pour cosmic Christ love to someone that you think isn't worthy of it or is doing something aggravating, if you call to us, we can flash the flame of our love to that life stream, at least to the presence and higher mental body, and to all that's constructive in it. We can flash our flame of love to that individual and do things on the moment that you could not quite do, because perhaps your feelings might not be governed for the moment, but we can help you to govern them. Now then, let us build first the perfection within yourselves, by your calls for that cosmic Christ love from the great central sun that is master authority everywhere, that mighty I am presence whose love and life in the great central sun is master throughout all the universe. Call it into yourselves until it qualifies your energy, and then call our love, our love, and our mastery, our invincible purity, and our authority into and through and around yourselves, and go forward and build the fulfillment of the divine plan. Contemplate everything that you build with its effect, or its capacity to bring happiness to others, and you are bound to become happy yourself. If you accept our partnership and if you like our way of life, we can show you designs that have never yet been on this earth, but that are beautiful beyond words to describe, and things that are going to come into outer action in the permanent golden age. You can be the recipients of those gifts. You can carry the gifts of that beauty into outer manifestation and have joy every step of the way. Beloved Elohim of Purity Now, if you want to qualify this year with the victory of our ascended Master Joy, our great cosmic Christ joy of eternal love, invincible purity, the mighty boundless supply of every good thing, and you demand the authority of eternal, invincible freedom of the mighty I Am Presence to take you forward and build as the ascended ones do, we will be with you. The building will go forward. 
you will have what you require, and the outer world can stand and take its surprise. We are with you. The outer world is against you. And if you don't believe it, experiment with both. And when you are through with the outer, come to us. But you don't need to look there anymore if you should choose to come to us first. We can take you forward to what the outer world can never give. So, as we move forward, feel with all the power of your beings, our reality. Feel the power of our love to give you every good thing, and be aware of us. Associate with our thoughts and feelings. Demand to be charged with our power of victorious accomplishment, and demand that the authority of our cosmic freedom of eternal, invincible cosmic Christ love, and purity, moves your victory before you, and everywhere you go, success is at hand, and the outer cannot interfere with us, nor that which we give. We want you to be free from, independent of, and wholly untouched by the limitations of the outer world. Love alone can give that, and our sacred fire is the fullness of its authority and its victorious presence. Thank you. And as I enfold you in its blazing flame, I demand you become aware of it, and know that it abides with you to give you joy and perfection and freedom without limit, into the fullness of your ascension. Thank you. Beloved Elohim of Purity The more purity you want, the more you will have to contemplate purity. Without your attention upon it and your conscious call for it, only a small portion of it flows into your world. There is a certain natural flow of it from your presence, but you can intensify that beyond all measure by commanding your attention to go to the Elohim, that glorious, magnificent presence of eternal invincible purity, a being whose garments are of white fire, whose radiance is like white lightning, and whose love responds perhaps more quickly than any other one of the great cosmic beings. Do you feel it? Will you accept it? He is the light of eternal invincible purity. He is the great cosmic powerhouse or pressure of purity which is drawn from the great central sun. Outside of the knowledge of the I Am Presence and the use of the violet flame, through which my freedom comes, mankind need this mighty Elohim of eternal invincible purity to pour forth his pressure of the cosmic power which he wields, more than anything on this earth today. They need it more than they need food. They need it more than they need air. O great Elohim of eternal invincible purity, purify the structure of these bodies. Purify the mental and feeling world. Purify the atmosphere wherever they move. Make them thy living self in action and release thy cosmic pressure of eternal invincible purity throughout America. Purify everything within her borders and take thy dominion. Thou great builder of creation, thou art the cornerstone of the universe. Beloved Saint Germain, 